abrir aqui bem do pronto. Intergalactic beings of multidimensional realities. Welcome to Channeling. This is Gwen Juvenile and her guides. I'm feeling very mysterious and mystical today because I am going to share with you a beautiful interview between me and Manfred Bauer. The magic, the mystery, it continues throughout everything in my life. Why, hello there. Today I'm going to start a beautiful series. Well, I guess it will be a series because the interview that I had with Manpreet was so long, it gets to be split up into different sections. Today, we're going to start with an introduction of me starting to talk with him about channeling and how I channeled when I did art. And we start talking about really the process of re-knowing ourselves and our lives and the depths of what we can understand that we are. So this is a beautiful episode. I hope you enjoy it. Keep on listening through all the episodes because at the end, this is the first time that I, outside of my friends and family, have a channeling experience with someone where they ask a question and then I channel a response to it. It was so fun to do this with Manpreet. This interview actually happened many, many months ago. It's just that the file was so big that I just got it. <laughs> Anyways, please make sure to look up Manpreet. I will have a link below. He has been interviewing many different kinds of people and now has stepped out in what I think is a natural um, gift of his. And he is sharing a beautiful meditation for anyone who's interested. So make sure to check out the links below and look up Manpreet Bawa. Stay tuned to Manpreet and me. <laughs> yeah. There we Perfect. go. Yeah. Now, yeah, I was saying with this, it, we talk about channeling Manpreet, and um, mm -hmm. I would say I actually have a lot of practice in it in my life, because when I started doing art, we were talking about the art behind me, I considered it kind of an informal way of channeling when I, when I did my art, I would sit and I would mm -hmm. kind of, it would be this meditative practice, and oftentimes I would kind of get a flash and I would enter in and I would start creating. I would start in the flow and then it would just appear before me. Things would start appearing. Things would start mm. becoming apparent. And it was me really owning, stepping into kind of a creative process of a flow that was moving through mm. me. And I mean, I look back at it and I'm like, I was channeling. What 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 was I thinking? I wasn't channeling. But this this 
the more I sit with it, it, it kind of freaks me out. It's one of my favorite pieces that I've done. It's called three mm. and three. yeah. And it's, it really, to me, when I look at it, it, uh, opens up kind of space and time for me in a way mm. where it transcends all of that. And you kind of see the layers of kind of spirit and then the manifest world and the shadows and everything all kind of together, kind of manifesting together, if that makes any sense. Mm. So it's, that's kind of here. I'm here. <laughs> it, it kind of, it, it kind of serves almost as a doorway and entry into that kind of a vision into, into that experience for me. So that's that one. Mm. Okay, and this okay. one, these were done, um, I think in 2011, both of them. So they're a little bit older. Oh, this wow. one is called out is through and it's, it's a really kind of dynamic form feeling of, of what I was feeling was like, I got to go through, I got to enter into a process, not try and escape. And so I was kind of in my meditations at the time, really becoming more and more aware of that, that there really is no yeah. escape. There's only a through. And as soon as mm. we embrace a through, then we're really embracing just life in general. So anyways, th these, these two are fun pieces to have with me and to kind of bring me back into the, the excitement of that creative process and what that was for me. Mm. Yeah. That, that sat so beautifully with me. The, there's no escape. There's only true. Yeah. Like, yeah where, where are we going problem. to escape to, you know? <laughs> where, where where do we go? There's only this, you know, mm, and I, yeah. the more that we are with that and we get it, it, I think things can be a little bit more, well, it can be a little more scary, but it can also be a little mm. bit more fun depending on what our attitude is. I think, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and as I hear that, I, what comes to me is, uh, you know, when we're trying to escape, or we are resisting something mm -hmm. that something is like death. And in a lot of many ways, um, that is actually the actual out from here. You know, if you want to say out of the body, yeah. you know, in, in one form is, is the transition to the next, yeah. right. Uh, is it's not escape. But then we don't want to die either. <laughs> so that, that I was just thinking the irony of you're trying to escape because it feels like that. And you know that you're going to, when you die, then it's actually the exit. And, but you don't want to exit either. So you want to, you don't want to exit. You want to escape, but you don't want to exit. And just, <laughs> <laughs> There's, that feels like a constant kind of a push pull. I mean, this kind of polarity of the experience yeah. because like when you, when you are here, especially in this 3d realm, you know, really set in this concrete idea, it's hard to believe that there's something beyond it. You know, mm. you know, we, we, we work so hard to, you know, make everything so concrete, you know, to like, mm. I know what I am. I know what this is. This is all, you know, physical and, and it, it can be a, it's a daring thing to open up and say, Oh, I'm more than this. I'm more than this. And, and therefore 
as I'm more than this, I, I don't have to be so fixated on continually making everything feel so constant and non-movable because you start to die. That's, that, that's the thing that's so funny is you, you want everything to be so concrete. And as you do that, you're grasping so hard that really mm -hmm. the energy isn't flowing. It, it, the life force isn't working in the way you want it. And actually it starts dying and falling apart on you because the physical mm -hmm. world can't really hold itself together just in that way. There has to be more, right? There has to be more that that's happening. So, excuse me as I get excited. I love talking about these kinds of things. They're just, they're kind of my life and light. They're what make me go, yes, in the morning. They're make me what, um, what makes this life kind of uh, live inside of me. So I love talking about these kinds of things. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, do we want to introduce each other at all? You know, or, or what do we want to do here? <laughs> um, maybe you go ahead and introduce because people, if I put it on my YouTube, it'll already be introduced. So, yeah. 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 Use yourself. Add. Um, so. so I'm Gwen Juvenile. I'm awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I've been uh, working with my twin, putting out some books uh, around some of the amazing things that I've experienced in my knowingness. Um, and I'm trying to think like, which version of Gwen do I want to express right now? Um, mm. uh, because I feel like there's so many aspects of me I could talk about. Um, mm. There's so many, and, and that, that's kind of fun. But at the same time, when you're speaking to someone, what, what am I, what am I yeah, trying yeah. to convey and share? Right. <laughs> Who mm. am I? This is the ultimate question. Who or what am I? Um, I am mm. an infinite being. I'm an infinite being just like you are an infinite being. Um, mm. th there's nothing special about that except it is special. And we all are this. Um, and I love to share that experience with people. I think that could be the basis of everything about me. I love, um, I'm, I feel kind of a calling in my life to bring the energy of joy, of play, of celebration into the experience of us really deeply knowing ourselves or myself. And so that's kind of what I'm doing here in this life is really owning the concrete experience of this Gwen here this unique mm. expression of me and while mm. at the same time and, and, and having joy in that, having a joy in that experience or finding what the joy is in that experience. And then also really knowing the depth of the oneness that I truly am mm. as far as I can do it. Like how far can I stretch this? Me being this solidified form right here, and me really experiencing and knowing me as oneness. So mm, that, mm. that's what I dig. Man, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've lived a really creative life, have a large family, and have been exposed to several different spiritual practices um, and a lot of different uh, 
kind of healing practices. I've been a massage therapist mm. for many years, an artist, as you can tell. And mm. um, I kind of synthesize and bring it all together. Mm. And Banpreet, I would love for you to share kind of where you've come from, like how you've shown mm. up here, sharing yourself with people now in your life. Mm. Um, thank you. Uh, I you opened so many questions there, but I'll go yeah. get to the questions <laughs> <laughs> after I. Uh, so just like you, uh, you know, so many different aspects, and I think it's when we are when we are able to come through a point where we recognize that you know not what everybody is telling is necessarily true for you yeah that you have a unique way to approach and be here um then you recognize and you know come to this question who am i what am i and and i think part of what makes this conversation fascinating is that we are we are constantly evolving around those questions and it's this unfolding we get an answer and then we're like okay but there is more mm -hmm. there is more but there's more so uh i i grew up um in perfectly <laughs> normal family like where we were taught the similar values of you know doing good getting good education getting job you know just the normal way that the socio-economic um uh, you know, things work in the place on this earth. So, so, but I am, I had, um, uh, this deep spiritual connection. Like I felt when I would go to the religious congregations and, um, listen to the wisdom, not necessarily what people are saying, but actual what was written in the text. And uh, I would feel connectedness, not necessarily I understood it. I didn't know what it meant, but I knew, and this is the funny thing, I knew when somebody was just interpreting it in a way that it was just BS. <laughs> so I knew to stand against it. Like I, mm. you know, so so where I am, I am just still exploring that. I I intellectually know and understand things now. Experientially, I maybe have a little bit no. Or, but I know I have a lot more to experience to understand that, you know, oneness. Like I can intellectually say we all are one. Yeah. But how many moments in my experience I'm feeling that one is is the quest, like where I am not othering something. Uh, and so, so that's where I'm in my journey that I'm just a seeker of that. Yeah knowing that oneness is remembering that and just expanding to know who am i did you know that i do soul play at least twice a week on my discord server if you want to come join and have some quirky crazy amazing soul play times just go to my website gwenjuvenal.com Click on the little deck that says come play. There will be a little application and then you'll be able to join us in an awesome playtime on my Discord server. More 
more and more. Mm, beautiful. I, I love how you talk about that because there, there can be this knowingness or something in us that says, yes, that's true. I know that somehow, but, but there's some kind of a, um, a reason or, or a block or however you might want to say it of really kind of feeling like every cell of my body is experiencing that right now. You know, like, mm. I know what that is. I know what feeling into that is. And mm. it's mm. kind of a exciting process. So this is how I start. I'm starting to look at it rather than why don't I, why don't I already know this? I mean, if I am oneness, why is this so such a challenge or why is this process happening? Yeah, It's because there is a beautiful, um, there's a beautiful thing uh, we get to experience and it's actually coming to really know ourselves again, to mm. inhabit ourselves. And we're learning what that process is and discovering along the way, you know, mm. and I've, I've come to a, a place in my life where a lot of times I remind myself and say, I must really like surprises because I'm constantly surprising myself as to what I can experience myself as or how, or, mm. and I'm constantly surprising myself as to, um, like the ways it gets to happen. Um, and I'm mm. constantly surprising myself in that what I think is how something is the next moment it turns around and flips on me. And it's like, surprise, you thought this was, mm. you know, a, a wait for you, but look at what it is now, you know, look at it in this new way, see it in this new way. So I'm, mm. I'm constantly in that exploration, you know, it's, it's become more of a, uh, a game, if you will, for me, than Sweet. something so serious. But I think a part of that comes too when you, when when you've touched, touched in deep enough with yourself that it's like, I know, I, I know it's here, it's here, it's here. But, mm. but I, I just keep this life in this life. I just get to keep on exploring and knowing what that mm. is more mm. and more. So when did that start? Like, when did you in your life recognize that, um, there was more like, when there sort of that moment came, if you can remember, or if yeah. it was always present for you? There's a lot, there's a lot of moments. Um, and I think it's particularly interesting to note that like you've been raised in a certain way with probably certain spiritual uh, upbringing. Mm. And I was raised in a certain way. And when I started with these experiences, they were translated through that lens if you could say, mm -hmm. you know, that that's the lens we get, we get to translate it through it. So I, I was born with a Christian background and, um, some of my first experiences were really just of a separate God interacting with me mm. or, um, spirit flowing through me. And so I, mm. I kind of experienced those two relational kind of experiences mm. with it. When I was like four, four and a half, five, my dad started uh, teaching me and, and the, my oldest brothers and sisters to sing. 
And as I started doing that, singing, I recognized that I felt literally felt like uh, life, that spirit was flowing through me, that it was getting to speak through me. And, and it was mm. kind of this feeling of being the vessel, you know, that I was starting to experience within my life. And so both of these are kind of these separate feelings or ideas mm. uh, that, that kind of interacted with me per se, but it took me till I was really 33, I would say, <laughs> or, or a little bit before then, before I started conceptually recognizing and saying, and this is the statement, the statement was, I am God. Mm. And that's a big statement. Mm. Because it can it be is. it can be interpreted in so many ways through the egoic yeah. mind. Yeah. I am God. That's a dangerous thing to say, yeah. right? Um, but mm. there's a part of me, and I think I was actually about thirty. Um, there was a part of mm. me that, uh, when I heard that, it knew that it was true in some way, but my mind couldn't figure yeah. it out. My mind couldn't mm. figure it out. And um, it took me having kind of a conversation with someone who had had their own experience kind of entering into the space of what's called enlightenment or knowing themselves mm. in that way. I had a, a little discussion with him and it, it was like I gave myself permission to mm. know that that was what I truly was. It was a process. It's been a process of me giving myself permission to know what that feeling or that experience truly is. If we can know any experience, then I just get to allow myself to know that experience. And it started showing up in, in kind of the, these extreme ways of, you know, intense light presence within me. Of knowing that mm. and feeling kind of the presence of, it's interesting that, that I say I haven't channeled, but even then at that first experience, I could feel kind of the different kind of spiritual entities alongside this experience mm. who were with me. And so I just started entering in and I started reading uh, David R. Hawkins, uh, who talks, yeah. who talks about consciousness, who who his mm -hmm. books themselves kind of carry that signature of that oneness. Mm -hmm. And he is my favorite author. I would sit and I would read and reread like the eye of the eye mm -hmm. over and over yeah. just because of the resonance of it, feeling into mm -hmm. the depth of the space and becoming aware and being okay with being in not knowing, like being in just an mm -hmm. open, receptive awareness then I went on into Buddhism and, and had more amazing experiences there, um, being a student in Zen, of Zen Buddhism and uh, going into processes where really I got to see into the different aspects of myself and own and, mm -hmm. and enter into the non-dualistic experience of myself through that also. And, and then mm -hmm. I, I've just continued on from there, it, it, you know, all these, in all these different ways that I've, managed to allow myself to mm. to touch into that if, if you could say 
So it's not one experience. I think it's just kind of a, it's a whole path. It's a way. It's a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole way. And, and I think, uh, what you touched upon there is so huge, uh, the permission, the allowing, you know, allowing ourselves to experience. Yeah. And, um, why do you think it's so hard for people to give permission to themselves rather than, you know, you go outwardly, I can, can you tell me I'm good, I can feel good. Can you tell me that I did the good work? So I am good. Like I, I know some of it is just conditioning from childhood, but the, it just gets so ingrained. Like, um, you know, you, every moment, um, uh, you want others to acknowledge mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And then you allow yourself to feel good because somebody else acknowledge, um, you know, I I've seen this in the community that we were, we are part of where, um, the host will say, uh, hello. And he'll start saying, reading the name from the chat and people always hello, 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 hello. Yeah. Like, it's just like CEO hellos only to hear the person say their name. Like there is the minute that person reads your name, you feel like seeing mm -hmm. I, I always like i am amazed like how much we are sort of pulled with that being you know somebody seeing us that need for us to be seen yeah i love that that i mean there's so much involved in that and and i mean it's it's an interesting thing because sometimes when we look at it there can become an attitude of you know, like, why do I have to be confirmed by everyone around me? You know, like, like I'm so needy or something like that. But it's, I think it's an innate process that we go through. Um, it's a part of kind of this material world. And it's almost, um, for me, it's been an experience of me actually almost reversing an energetic cycle. Um, yeah. And that energetic cycle from going outward and then then me knowing what I am. It's like me asking outward and then it confirming it's, it's an energetic cycle of me coming internally and then me mm. informing everything what I am. And so it's a, it's a change in this kind of energetic cycle that I think is very, very common. I mean, when you, when you're a little child, it, it's an important because you're, you're trying to understand what this world is. You turn to your parents to get them to mm. tell you, to help you interpret, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's like, uh, Oh, what does this mean? What is, you know, what does a hot stove mean? What does this mean? What does me going out and, and walking on the street mean? Am I safe? You know, you're turning to this, some other thing that's, that that's outside of your body you start understanding that your parent is outside of you and you start mm -hmm. reaching for information. I, so, I, so I think it's only natural that we have to come to a point where we start balancing that out with this. And, and, and as we're doing this, as we're at, you know, and we're informing, we also, we are also are in our action. We're also going out into the world and we're, you know, we're interacting and we acknowledge, oh, there's a, there's a person there <laughs> that's doing that. Mm. Um, but I think it's just kind of this, for me, um, it seems to be just, just a reversal or me 
owning that some of my energy is working this way rather than that mm-hmm. way. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So, so me, it makes it much easier in my life because my action isn't being initiated through trying to please or make everything okay out here. Mm. It's actually me coming to know myself and what my unique expression is, and then me meeting what's here with it. So it's Mm. a different experience. There's uh, less anxiety, less, uh, (laughs) less needing to please, less uh, needing to lean on authority. Um, mm-hmm. and other things like that. But all of those things, I think, are a, a byproduct of, of that expression. To me, that's how I view it right now. Tomorrow, it may be different, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It changes moment to moment. You know, for and, you, Matthew, what, what you, what's your experience of that? For, you know, I know it's tough because, you know, this idea of safety, this idea of, wanting to be recognized and to be special quote unquote is different. Mm. You know, I mean, there, there's a difference between wanting to be special and knowing your unique self, knowing who Mm. you uniquely are. Yeah. So, so I have, uh, uh, I have, I guess, (laughs) challenged through like fought my way through it. Like, there was a time initially where I wanted to be somebody because I was in somebody training, like, we all are, you want to become somebody. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that somebody-ness wasn't working, I wanted to see what else. And I thought maybe higher, you know, more of somebody-ness, like more of money, more of success, maybe that will work. And then I, but there was annoying in me that kept saying, maybe that won't work. And then I thought, okay, what does nobody looks like? And then that's like going to your, um, you know, aspect of um, giving up everything. And and that also uh, is not, I mean, for people who it works, it works beautiful, it's fine. Yeah. But I felt like I was, I was still fighting that. Like I was trying too hard to become nobody, yet I had so much pull from that somebody-ness yeah. there. And the ease came in when I said, I'm fine. I can be nobody in some moments and I can be somebody in moments. This all goes along. Like I removed that eye of judgment of either mm-hmm. or and I just said, okay, I am somebody now and I am nobody now. I am. And I started enjoying both. Like um, it's interesting. Because... Thank you for joining us on this episode of Welcome to Channeling. I would love to hear your questions about channeling. Please contact me at GwenJuvenal.com. Hit the contact button and send me a note, and maybe I'll be answering your questions soon. Till the next episode of Welcome to Channeling. Own your stage and play on. Muffin Media. 
Hello, all you fancy listeners. I'm interrupting this podcast to remind you of the many ways that you can show your support. The first way is that whenever I post, you can listen and then write a review or send a link to your friend saying how amazing this podcast is. The second way to show your support is you can monetarily show your support by subscribing or donating. Subscribers get beautiful benefits like special episodes, live event links, and specials on my services. For whatever way you choose to show your support, I say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now back to your awesome episode.